Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the most popular and least listened to podcast in the world, the Sixth Sense Media Podcast, with your host, Mike Phelan. Because of snowboarding, I broke my wrist. So I was uh, I was uh, sit- sitting down all day. So I started to do the research on, uh, on pandemics because it was the uh, beginning of uh, the lockdown uh, um, here in Europe. And... Um, I never, uh, while doing the the research, I never uh, thought of making uh, a film out of it. Mm-hmm. But as the research uh, grew grew larger, um, I said, well, "Why not? Maybe it's uh, the the best language to use, audiovisual language, to uh, to show people how it works, and as well, it's uh, it's open to everybody." Let's say uh, I would like to to. Um, that everybody, or even uh, those w- with no uh, knowledge of astrology, can get involved mm-hmm. and uh, see uh, the uh, the correlations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the video is an excellent way to get video out there. And you said that you made movies in the past. Yes, always a short movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, what were they? Were they astrology related? Never. No. (laughs) So you've got experience all over. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there were uh, I'm I'm taking that it it took quite a lot of research for you to do this. But for the for the layman out there like myself, uh, not so much Rich, because Rich has a PhD and uh, a DDS. So he's he's far superior in knowledge than I am in most things. But <laughs> just <laughs> I'm not I'm not that well versed in in much outside of uh, journalism. So a layman coming into this, do you think they'll be able to easily pick up on what astrology has as far as its science? Uh, so a person without a uh, background in astrology, you mean? Yes. Uh, yes, because also the, the film shows uh, um, a deeper side of astrology, not only the sun sign uh, based astrology. So the one you see on uh, the magazine, um, interaction between the planets mm-hmm. and not only the signs. Uh, but I think it gives, uh, yes, a, a general overview of um, how it works, uh, like the um, the angles that planets uh, make to each other in relationship to the Earth. Mm-hmm. So, um, and visually, yes, I think it's a, it's a good way to uh, to show and explain it in a in a basic level. Let's say. Okay. Yeah, I, I've got to compliment you on that. You did an excellent job oh, with the 90 degree you. angles. <laughs> thank you very much. And like w- when you could see them, it did a very good job of visually displaying, especially the actions of Pluto and its effect that it had on other, you know, planets such as Saturn. And there would be like 90 degrees, sometimes 45, but there'd never be like, you know, anything obtuse. It would always be 90 or 45. And I think that really shows the viewers exactly what is going on and how everything is affected, mm. just just from my point of view. Yes, uh, I, I tried, you know, <laughs> it was a bit hard uh, to, um, to um, because it's the first time I use film to explain astrology. It was a bit hard to convey yeah. uh, in, a, in an easy way. Oh, it didn't seem like it was your first. <laughs> it seemed like you've been doing it a while. 
it seemed like you were a pro with it. It didn't seem like your first video. I got to compliment you on that. On astrology, uh, it was uh, it was the first one. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's that's great. That's great. But uh, yes, I um, like you. You both uh, understood the astrology behind it. So. Oh, we saw the dates the and the text. You you did a good job with the words, showing yes. the viewers. I mean, really communicating with them by using the words and the written material to communicate ideas to them, especially mm -hmm. with the occurring dates that you had. And mm -hmm. that was, it seemed much more than a coincidence to me. Hmm. Yes, because uh, actually we're talking about, uh, for example, Pluto uh, mm. is the, the yeah. slow moving planet uh, is a uh, takes mm. 248 years more or less to uh, to make a revolution around the sun so we're talking about uh, placements of pluto uh in relationship to the earth that are not uh, every two years let's say yes yeah. so it's a very <laughs> rare yeah definitely mm -hmm. uh could you could you explain to us why some planets are considered uh malefic and some are benefic benefic or <laughs> beneficial and maleficent or <laughs> how how is that determined how are these planets aside from their names and their association with uh um uh mythology how are they determined to be either mm. good or bad for humanity well uh it's uh <laughs> the question is uh, um yeah, we are. We consider them bad or good, uh, based on their traits and what we consider good and bad in our lives. Mm -hmm. For example, Saturn uh, is viewed as is viewed is viewed as uh, the greater malefic in astrology mm -hmm. uh, because um, uh, for us, the the traits and characteristics that it gives to our lives, such as the restrictions, limitations. Uh, um uh, boundaries uh, we take them as bad things in life but if we take the the positive energy we can transform that type of energy and put boundaries for example if we if we are too expressing too much energy we can put boundaries for example on the virus for example with confinement restrictions uh, um as well as uh discipline for example structure that's another characteristic of saturn so the uh, negative sides have been always emphasized more emphasized because uh, as humans we prefer to be careful <laughs> and not to uh, to to <laughs> yeah. avoid the negatives so we, we we push them on top and we only see the negatives exactly exactly so uh, all the planets have positive and negative such as jupiter is considered benefic so positive but it, it sure but it is. can as well yeah. be negative because it expands its principle is expansion it's the biggest planet in, in our solar system but it, it can expand when it comes uh in conjunction with another planet for example pluto it, it can expand that uh that energy of pluto so in a negative way it can exaggerate yeah, well, <laughs> I got to tell you, Pluto is the last planet that needs exaggeration. Yes. We do not need to exaggerate Pluto anymore because I want to, I think it would be best if we could take Pluto out of the equation, quite quite honestly. 
Well, we had we had because we 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 consider it now a dwarf planet. We downgraded so, it. You're right. You're right. But this uh, this also is a is a meaning because uh, we uh, we downgraded it, but uh, we have to be careful to small things as well, like small planets, like a dwarf planet. Yes. The virus is small, <laughs> but it oh, can yeah. uh, create a large scale disaster. So. We, we can't have, make yeah. Pluto too small. No. <laughs> no. I just kind of like to push it away, maybe. Because quite frankly, I mean, you made some stunning uh, statements about its interaction with Saturn and mm. how it aligned. There was 45 degree angles. I remember also the sun uh, linearly mm -hmm. uh, gravitating towards the 90 degree angles after the 45s were displayed. And it would always seem to come up that Pluto was right there behind Saturn. And it felt to me like on all those specific dates that you mentioned when the events occurred, that those two were in collusion. Yes, and actually if we take, for example, COVID-19, uh, we can cast a, a chart, an astrological chart for countries as well when they are born. For example, oh. the U.S. is 1776 uh, on the day of the uh, Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. But uh, also for China, we can cast the, 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 the chart of, uh, of the country for um, uh, the, the People's uh, Republic of China. And if we see uh, the moment of birth of China, Jupiter was at 22nd degree Capricorn. Um, and uh, the conjunction between Saturn and Pluto in yes. January 2020 happened on 22 degrees Capricorn. And Saturn and Pluto come together every 33 years. Yeah. But they come together not always at the same degree of, of, uh, of the zodiac. So since Pluto takes 240 years, 80 years to, do, uh, to cross the zodiac, Yes, it is a possibility out of uh, so thirty-three times uh, uh, three hundred and sixty degrees. So wow. <laughs> there's one <laughs> chance out of uh, this uh, this sum to have it at 20, 22 degrees Capricorn. Now, these are transiting planets, um, Pluto and Saturn, and twenty-two degrees Capricorn in January twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. But then. They are transiting, and in China, already China was born with Jupiter at 22 degrees Capricorn. So when the oh. two, Pluto and, and Saturn came to that uh, degree in conjunction, yeah, they, they were expanded by in China. So Pluto, when you see oh, the movie, okay. it represents the virus. So... It's a very, I, very, uh, it's very, very yeah. I, on, on that point, I have to admit, I was a little bit confused, but that cleared it up. I was going to yes. ask okay. you about that. And, uh, Mike and I also had a question that we were wondering if you investigated, you know, during 9 11, what the planetary alignment was, if there was any Saturn. warning about that. Pluto and Saturn again oh, in opposition. I knew it. In opposition. I knew it. Yeah. Pluto because did 9 and Saturn, it's it, it, Saturn well, it, structure, and it was in uh, Gemini. And the structures did fall, two of them. Yeah, Indeed. yeah. There's two planets. And, and Pluto, uh, just a second, I will take my. Uh, this is an astrological tool. It's called uh, 
the, the book, uh, Ephemerids. Ah, oh, yeah. The, I, the position I, I of the planets. Uh, and I'll check it out now, 2001. But I think it's uh, also uh, in relationship to the chart of the United States. Um, yes. On the eastern coast. Yes, in uh, Philadelphia. Yes, was, uh, the Twin uh, Towers in Philadelphia. I know um, the uh, Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay, yes. About and, All right. Uh, um, actually, um, yes, uh, Pluto was on the uh, rising sign, on the rising <laughs> degree of uh, the birth chart of the United States at uh, 12 degrees uh, uh, Sagittarius. That's incredible, really. So it's the horizon of uh, when you are in a place on Earth, you see yeah. the eastern horizon, and that's the degree of the, the zodiac coming up. It was 12 mm -hmm. degrees Sagittarius uh, when the United States was born in 1776 on the day. And this uh, uh, rising degree changes every two hours. Mm -hmm. So to have Pluto, the destroyer, on the rising degree of the United States, the rising degree represents the uh, physical body. So something physical of the United States was going to be destroyed. So, wow. But it's an accumulation of, uh, of uh, aspects and the planets on the same day. It's not only one. So it's linked to the it, Declaration of Independence is what you're Yes. Doing. It's uh, because uh, on a uh, personal level, the birth chart is uh, uh, the planets at the moment of your birth. Yes. And the oh, okay. Power and place. I see that. Yes. So you can create that birth chart also for a nation, for a country. Oh, that's so, that, that's actually really interesting. I, I never even considered it that way. I thought just that the planes hit the towers, but I didn't see the connection between uh, the birth of the nation. That actually makes a lot of sense. Thank you for clearing that up. So then <clears throat> you can see the transiting planets, like today's planets, in relationship uh, to your personal birth chart mm -hmm. and how today's planets are aspecting uh, your natal planets when, when you were born, the planets where they were. Yeah. And uh, today's planets can affect also a country's uh, natal planets, if that oh. makes sense. <laughs> oh, no, no, it totally does. I, that that's really interesting. Mm. See, because I, I I would always see it from a slightly different skewed point of view, but hearing you explain that, you know, with the book that you had with the words in it, I now it, it's like seeing something from the eyes of a different person, and it, it really clears it up for me. So I gotta mm. thank you for that. That's interesting. I'm sorry. Go thank ahead, you. Mike. It it seems yes. like I'm leading the conversation. No, Mike, I'm, I'm sorry. Talking I'm sorry. so much. Sorry for that. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. Um. It seems that also in the uh, in your film, it seems Libras are very prone to uh, like. I think Libra was a, a major uh, factor in the in the HIV epidemic of the of the eighties. When when these planets come into these alignments that cause these pandemics, I mean, how are how are the pandemics? Decided is it the role of the planets? There's kind of rolling those dice, saying, "Hey, AIDS this time." You know, planes flying into buildings. The other, how how do these pandemics come about if they're if they're kind of being uh, directed by the planets? 
Uh, do you mean the, the type of pandemic? Yes, the type or... of pandemic. How, how is that decided? Is it just a roll of the dice? The plants are just, are just taking a gamble on what they can hit us with or what? Uh, for that, uh, I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> really, I, I don't know, uh, just, uh, it was the, uh, the example of, uh, the HIV, the AIDS pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, Saturn and Jupiter were conjuncting in, uh, in Libra and mm-hmm. that's the sign of relationships. Mm-hmm. So like l- love relationships. So we can conclude that you know the AIDS can be transmitted and the, yeah. the disease can be transmitted by uh, relationships from planetary uh, sex. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's put it like that. Yes. So, but other pandemics, I haven't um, uh, seen any. Uh, I haven't asked myself uh, that question for other pandemics. Mm-hmm. So it would be it would be uh, interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. If you're going to do a follow-up documentary, that'd be something I'd like to see more of, quite frankly. Yes. Uh, have you ever thought about doing ones on the uh, the turbulent times that nations go through as far as their political uh, turbulence instead of pandemics? Like, say, you got a really bad president or you got a bad dictator. Have you ever thought about doing a documentary saying Trump was because Pluto was doing something with I don't know, Mars, Saturn, 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 <laughs> Saturn definitely probably is no, a Trump political, planet. <laughs> poli- political astrology uh, is indeed um, quite uh, hard uh, because there are political um, opinions everywhere. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't take get- a position then uh, you have to be really nature neutral. And, um, but we can see in relationship to the country, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were and, talking before mm-hmm. about, uh, when we were talking about Pluto shrinking to make COVID, I mean, is that in, in relation, you know, because you were saying that uh, the smaller we get Pluto, you know, so it's a reflection of, COVID. Um, so was Pluto, uh, how in relation was Pluto to Saturn during the age of the AIDS pandemic that was the lunar eclipse? Mm-hmm. We opened up the script because i don't remember exactly uh everything uh uh by heart i will see for the aids mm. yeah uh just scroll for the aids yes uh... Let's see if I find it. It's a bit hard to find it now. Once you pull up the aids, it'll be easier, I guess, to explain after you get the aids going. Um, I think it was, uh, I'll look in the book right now. Uh, Book has aids? Sorry? Uh, The book has aids? He doesn't, he doesn't. 
No, he doesn't have no. the eights offhand. He has to <laughs> okay. look it up. Okay. I mean, the, the aids are in the book, though, right? The, uh, so um, Pluto was, uh, yes, in Libra as well. <laughs> so Pluto and Libra, yes, it was a triple conjunction in Libra. Oh, so my God. That doesn't, Saturn and Jupiter. that doesn't so, surprise me at all. So the, the lunar eclipse happened uh, actually uh, in, um, in uh, Capricorn. So it was uh, a 90 degree angle that it was making the lunar eclipse to Pluto while Jupiter and Saturn were, were conjuncting in, uh, in Libra. What if we just blew up Pluto? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that's kind of like a comedy question there. But seriously, I mean, so many problems have been caused by it. It's not even technically a real planet. You know, we did downgrade it. Hypothetically speaking, if Pluto was not there, how much of the world do you think would be saved from, you know, just violent acts like the pandemic, uh, the Spanish flu, the birth of America, uh, 9-11, COVID, things like that? That's a that's a good question. Uh, Thank you. That's a good question, but I don't know if I know the answer. You know, <laughs> but I, I, as I was talking about Saturn, um, there there is also a positive side to Pluto, which is um, uh, transmutation. Ah, uh, so it's the same phase uh, that, uh, for example, a caterpillar goes when it becomes a butterfly. I remember seeing the caterpillar and the butterfly in the film. Mm. Yes. So um, at, ev at every uh, downfall of society, we can always go up. Build up uh, again. Yes. So now it's the lowest because also if you remember the French astrologer André Barbeau, mm -hmm. Rapper, and the lowest point is uh, 2020, 2021. And we can only go up from here. And because of Saturn, which is also the uh, teacher, the serious teacher, um, mm. we can take the pandemic as a lesson and uh, also the characteristics of Saturn, for example, self-isolation can be a cer certain... Um, uh, reflection and uh, what uh, we can learn from this experience uh, to grow mm -hmm. as uh, human beings uh, in society uh, as a group uh, on the planet we can't so, learn that from saturn yeah yes it's uh well i mean astrology classic traditional astrology is also the karmic planet so mm. it builds up this type of energy and then with the additional pluto which is the destroyer and the transmutation. transmutation. Uh, we can take this as a lesson to grow uh, in the collective. I think Definitely. really that uh, we, we can learn a lot from uh, this uh, bad uh, negative experience. Mm. Yes. There, I mean, if you just read the news, there's been a lot of transmutations. I mean, mm. everywhere, transmutation, transmutation. And it's essentially, you know, like you uh, had in the video that was so informative that got the caterpillar turning into butterflies. We're still in the molting stage. We haven't become butterflies yet, but with Pluto aligned there, soon there's going to be uh, just everybody will become a butterfly the way that our social structure 
and class system is now changing because of Pluto's involvement with the alignment. And so that's mm -hmm. actually a positive for once. And thank you for pointing that out. That's very interesting to me. I find it very interesting. Oh, thank you. Yes, and indeed, uh, there was also the great uh, conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter in December, uh, on December 21st, uh, 2020. And that happens every 20 years, uh, but every, mm -hmm. uh, more or less every 200 years, uh, um, the element of the zodiac sign uh, where this conjunction happens uh, uh, changes. So wow. the past uh, previous um, 200 years, it was Earth. So Saturn and Jupiter uh, met in Earth signs, creating yes. a triangle with the Earth in the center. Mm -hmm. And the 45 uh, degree angles? Uh, 120. <laughs> oh, okay. Otherwise, it would be uh, square. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, um, I now thought 45 degree angles were triangles. Sorry. No, no, it's a bit complicated. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Once you see uh, the drawing and so on. Uh, but with I the kept, lines, yeah. Yes. Kepler uh, studied this because uh, not only was interested in astronomy, but also in astrology. And uh, every 200 years, uh, there is a shift of uh, uh, triplicity, we call it, in astrology oh. with, uh, because of uh, three signs. And uh, the element uh, shifts from one to the other. So for the previous 200 years, it was Earth. And now from December, it's air. Wind, Wind. yes, air, air. Air, air yes. And uh, in, the, in, in the passage, there is... Um, 40 or uh, 20 years of um of um uh, how can you say of uh forward and back and then forward um gesticulation undulation yes so um in 1981 it was the first step into the air sign in libra mm -hmm. in, uh, in 2000 and went back to earth and now it's finally uh, going back to uh, the year for the uh, for the next two hundred years. Thank God. So what we experienced in nineteen eighty one when uh, it put his feet into the new element. Yeah. So the HIV uh, pandemic started in nineteen eighty one, and also the the release of the first uh, mo most influential computer, uh, the IBM. I don't remember. Yes. The, uh, the number of the IBM, but it was the com com commercialization of uh, the the what what uh, became the personal computer. Mm -hmm. So that was the first sign of this shift, and now we have it for the next two hundred years. So so we have we will with the pandemic that happened uh, last uh, last year and this year, uh, we're gonna see also a technological leap. But not computers and AIDS like we had in the we're not we've Some, gone from the computers and AIDS. Yes, yes. Okay. But something um something as uh, shocking as the computer as a new wow. the computer. Wow, so, that's that's so it, it's an exciting time for that side. <laughs> so we can focus <laughs> you, you on that side. Is. Yeah, it's it's definitely exciting. I that I I can't honestly wait to see what's gonna happen because I, I agree with you. It's going to blow some minds. It's going to be amazing. Hmm. Uh, as far as the production of this uh, 
this film. Why did you go with uh, one AI narrator and then one human narrator? Was there a specific reason for that or was it just uh, cost efficiency? Uh, I would say both. <laughs> so first of all, I uh, contacted a voice actor, um, but his voice, uh, he, he was going through some hard things in life. So like I could, puberty I could, or? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, his voice was a bit, um, it, it didn't suit the, it didn't suit the, uh, the film. So, okay. Yeah. It was a bit, um, too dramatic to mm. so well if you're looking for somebody to do voiceovers i just want to let you know that i can lend a hand doing voiceovers for you okay thank you I, i'm just yes. putting it out there i'd like to help great great thank you yeah rich, rich does rich does have much. a very sultry voice so yeah <laughs> sultry is one way to describe it yes yes <laughs> uh, but i'm sorry back to your film uh uh nicholas why why don't you just narrate it yourself because if there's one thing i know about americans is they will listen to anyone with a foreign mm. accent and we will be captivated by it <laughs> and we will believe anything you say so i your voice would we know perfect foreign people are smarter than us exactly uh, you narrating it probably would have been even more enthralling well actually uh, i'm trying now to change that mm -hmm. and uh, I, i'm doing the the narration myself and I'm 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 seeing if uh, it can be done before it hits the platform. Mm. Oh wow! It's uh, now, on Amazon already. Yeah. So now, well, now we have to see if it can be replaced. Okay. Um, so we will see. The one on Vimeo uh, will be with uh, my voice. Oh great! So, so then uh, you have the option. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm yeah. going to go with that one. I'm going to bookmark that one instead of the Netflix one. Great. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's just me, but you can, you can tell, you know, when you're speaking about the passion that you have regarding certain subjects, uh, Pluto, Saturn, et cetera, et cetera. And so that just helps. I Well, I think I haven't seen it with your voice, but I think that it would help move the film even more because mm. you, you give a very dramatic tone to the specific narration, especially with the HIV computers and um, COVID and things like that. It mm. lends an extra gravity to it. Mm. Sorry, I'll go, Mike. I'll go. I, I keep, <laughs> I keep taking over because I, I'm excited. And, but It's, it's uh, no Mike, longer it's my show. show. It's the, it's a Dr. Rich Kayanka show. I see. Yeah, I'm is. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, well, my questions are more, more straightforward. Uh, Rich's are, are, hmm. are far deeper than mine. Uh, mine are very surface level, but Rich can go a lot deeper than I can. Um, I go deep. Yeah, he does. He does go very I deep. I do. There was something in the very beginning of the film about holograms, and I I didn't really I couldn't I yes. couldn't understand it. But I was wondering if you could explain it to me because I only know I only know one type of hologram. I only know like these kind of holograms. It's like can't. can't really Whoa! See I can't even see that. I know it's it's so futuristic. <laughs> the hologram goes working. right through. <laughs> but yeah, th those are it's the kind invisible. of those are the kind of holograms I I understand. But what was being talked about seemed more seemed like uh, parallel dimensions and splitting men in two and stuff like that. Could could you explain that to someone yes. as as uh, 
I, I, I understand that it can be difficult to follow, mm -hmm. especially when it's only two minutes of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yes, thank you for having me the possibility to giving me the possibility to explain it further. Uh, but uh, yes, it's, uh, it's this concept uh, in uh, quantum physics that um, uh, our universe is basically a hologram. And uh, with a hologram, actually, um, you can create a hologram with a laser, a beam of laser. And if you have a holographic plate, we, which is uh, like a piece of film, but holographic uh, film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you uh, pass through the beam, the, the laser beam, then you will project uh, a hologram. Mm -hmm. But then if you take the holographic plate and you will cut it into two pieces or 10 pieces and you uh, pass through the same uh, beam uh, of la uh, laser beam, you won't have half of the image, but you will, will have the whole of the image. Like, like a parallel. Or, but it's less direction. intense. Oh. So it's not like um, film, uh, the, the print, uh, normal film, because you project the, the no. light. And then if you cut the film in two, you will project the same light uh, into the two pieces, and you will see half image and then half image. But with the hologram is different. You still have the uh, entire image in both. And so that's and, and so that's happening. So the idea is that our universe uh, works like that, and this uh, then, uh, um, if we think about astrology, it can be uh, it it might be uh, the function of of how astrology works. Uh, because uh, what happens above us is the same thing that happens below. So uh, we are the universe. Everybody has the universe inside of them. Ah. For example, um, oh, it's like the yeah the hologram. Where uh, doesn't matter how many pieces you cut, you still have the same image. It's a little it's, difficult concept to. It's a, it's a difficult grasp. concept. But when when you yeah. phrase it as we all have the universe inside of us, it kind of makes more sense that way. I mean, I, I understand the splitting of the man with the lasers, and uh, I wouldn't say parallel dimensions, uh, more concurrent. Would that be a better description, perhaps? Yes, yes concurrent. And the yes. concurrent dimensions therefore reflect and are inside all of us. And so that's how the planetary alignments and the 90 degree and 45 degree angles and whatnot affect us personally, because yes, it's a reflection of the macrocosm. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> it's not a cause. Uh, so the planets are not causing the uh, phenomena on the earth. They are just a reflection of us, of us. Yes. Yes, indeed. So yeah, we can perhaps... be a reflection of them as well. I don't want to put on my direct to my director hat here for a second, but that would you might want to explain that a little bit because the way that you explained it now makes it perfectly clear. Mm. Uh, mm. In the beginning, it was a little. I mean, Mike and I were kind of confused in the beginning. Mm. We had to talk about it for about five or six hours 
But if you put it that way, like how, you know, we said it, mm. that, I mean, I, I really mm. feel that side me, not just the universe. I, you know, I feel that resonating with me. So mm. good point. Good point. So good if, point. if the planets are reflecting us, would it just be better for us to just kill a bunch of people that way the reflection is dimmed down a bit that way we do these pandemics aren't so bad in the future i uh, know uh i mean the 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 it's a good point because um if uh we already know for example for the future uh future pandemics mm -hmm. we just wait uh there are gonna be pandemics so we don't do anything but no i think uh it sets uh, the the table the environment but it's up to us uh, for example it's a it's a football field astrology mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, the ball is the planet but it's up to us the players to play with the ball in the football field yeah so we have and the chiefs well like for example if you have a team that leads like the chiefs and they're playing a team like the buccaneers it really depends on who has the most universe inside them and who's fighting for the social justice causes that you're speaking of towards the end of the movie. And mm. if there's an interception, that's the planetary, you know, coming disaligned because you've got a complete reversal. And <laughs> don't even get me started on a quarterback sneak, but the football field analogy, that was, that was really good, especially with the Super Bowl coming up. That's, that's a very good way of explaining it. I think he's referring to proper football, not gridiron. I, I'm uh, I'm not uh, a fan of uh, neither. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh. So it's just a ball in a field. Oh, yeah, it's gosh. a ball in a field. So it's oh, a flat you. field. You you kick something around. Doesn't matter what it is. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not. Uh, it's the environment uh, that is set, but mm -hmm. then uh, we have the free will to either uh, be passive or mm -hmm. to take action and do something about it. For example, with the pandemic, if we know in advance, we can uh, be more prepared uh, in uh, taking care of uh, hygiene more often yeah. and et cetera. Yeah. Uh, when so if we take care of hygiene in the future, and you know we make sure that the universe inside of us like you know it's it almost feels like a ticking time bomb at times you have to be careful with the universe inside of you and how it reflects the macrocosm because it, i mean at least in my point of view um seeing a reflection of the universe through the uh parallel uh holograms from the laser inside me I understand like, you know, when you're playing football, like, you know, I want to carry it. I want to actually be a part of the system and I don't want to let Pluto and Saturn win, if that makes sense. I want mm. to run to the goal and score 12 points. But if you know where Pluto and Saturn are, you can take the decision to avoid them. Yes, yes. And I, to I, I, have a less impact, let's say definitely that's something to plan for so what what are the predictions for the future what is the next time that we should be preparing for the next pandemic or hopefully we have like another 600 year 
jaunt where there's nothing happening yeah. but i don't the way things are right now i mean that's just wishful thinking but when should we be on the lookout for the next big event well the good news is that uh, the 21st uh, century uh, uh this is the lowest um point oh of, great uh, of pandemics so um, we can take a, bre- a breath <laughs> and um <laughs> But the next, uh, um, based on the uh, on the research that is shown in the film, um, 2036 can be. Uh, oh boy! Uh, it, it can uh, manifest as a small pandemic or epidemic. So wow! Uh, such as. Um, uh, for example, um, uh, the um, oh, I'm forgetting the name. Um, the, there is an example of all the small pandemics that happened uh, in the um, 20th century in the mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. A very quick passage, and uh, for example, Ebola, uh, Ebola in English. Yeah, yeah. SARS, Sorry. bird flu. Yeah, <laughs> SARS, okay. bird Swine flu. flu. Voila. Yes. Yep. So um, it can be Hedgehog flu. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it depends on our hygiene then, really, as depends you were saying on, before. Depends on our, our hygiene, also the way, uh, because there are zoonotic diseases. So they, uh, they, 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 they are creating in uh, animals. They are. And, uh, so how we relate to other animals. Uh, on our planet uh, is a major uh, factor as well. So yeah, because course, I mean, COVID started when they weren't hygienic uh, with the bats. The, the the Chinese were very unhygienic with the bats, and that's how we got COVID. I mean, if they would have respected their hygiene and animals more, and it comes down to respecting animals, I think that's just indeed. me. Exactly. I mean, yes. it might it might be different for somebody else, but that's just yes. me. Um, oh, I I've, agree totally. Yeah. Oh, I okay, great, great, great. I'm vegan, I, so. <laughs> oh, although, so am I. That's awesome. I, oh yeah, really. I, yeah, great. yeah. Eighteen years now. It's it's great. Wow. Um, oh. I, and I I feel totally different. I'm sorry, I'm going off topic here, but but no, we, it's we, uh, true because also in uh, pharma in uh, farm animals here uh, as well in the West, uh, we we see. Uh, 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 epicenters of uh, of zoonotic diseases, and it's uh, not natural. No, it's not so natural. many animals in the same building uh, in such a small place. Mm. Yeah, and when you go to pet them, you've got to be completely covered because we, you know, we've got to. You can't go to pet the bat, you know, and deal with the bats if you don't have hygiene. If you're not covered, everything. And I don't want to, uh, again, dominate the conversation. I'm really sorry, but I find this very interesting. <laughs> um, the, the Chinese aren't the most kind with animals. There, there's not, uh, especially the ones who were at, at the epicenter of it, when they first discovered the infected bats, they were not prepared. They were not hygienic. Uh, I believe they were wearing jorts and sandals, it was just like a casual encounter. And so when they took that, that's how it became, you know, the epidemic that it was. They weren't taking it seriously. They weren't dealing with the animals seriously. 
Yeah. Uh, just my I, opinion, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that just about wraps up uh, <laughs> the discussion of of animals and and Pluto and all that. Uh, Nicholas, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, oh yeah. It, oh, it's thank you been for, uh, it, having me here. Yes, thank so. you, thank you very much for taking your time. Um, and when is the the film going to be available for everyone? Is it next week or is it this week? So uh, we are we are organizing a virtual screening on February thirteenth, mm-hmm. Saturday, uh, with a Q and A session. Okay. Oh, great. So whoever is interested uh, can join the Q&A. And it's, um, the Q&A starts at uh, 3 p.m. Uh, I have to calculate because I'm uh, yeah, in yeah, Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so 3 p.m. Um, Eastern time for okay. the U.S. Okay. So uh, mid- midday for you. Okay. Uh, central would be around 1. Yes. Are you Central? Uh, I'm central, yes. So okay. one o'clock. One. Okay. Uh, and the film is available before during the day. So you can watch it and then come and join us. Uh, you can see on Facebook, we have an event. So if okay. you go to uh, the Astrology of Pandemics on Facebook, you, you will see the event. Okay, great. And, and then on there... other streaming platforms. Okay. Is there, uh, is there also an official website as well? uh not yet okay only for the film not yet okay uh we will see how if we can create one now it's on uh, my personal you can use wordpress yeah (laughs) wordpress works yeah wordpress and uh where where can people go to see more of the films that you've made you said you have a personal website correct Yes, it's uh, my name and last name. So Nicholas Snyder, films.com. Okay. I'll bookmark that. And uh, yeah. All right. Perfect. Thank you very much, Nicholas. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll probably have this up within uh, maybe a couple days. And I'll, uh, off the record, I'll remember to cut it right here. Uh, where, what email would you like me to send you the link to once we get that up? So um, you can send it to uh, Nicholas Snyder mm-hmm. films okay. at uh, gmail.com. Okay. Easy enough to remember. I'll send you over a link as soon as I get it up. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Thank and, uh, you. It, will it be up on your website um, or uh, it'll on, be, um, uh, it'll be up. We'll have a story on, on the website and we'll also have the, this, yeah. this interview up on YouTube as well. Okay. Fabulous. Then All I right. will post it on the Facebook group. Okay. Yeah, thank you. That, that was, that was really interesting for me. I really enjoyed the documentary and talking to you about it. You explained a lot thank of things so that I didn't really understand. So, and thanks for being yeah. a fellow vegan. Thank you too. <laughs> I'm not so, I, I, I've been a vegan only for uh, seven years now. Oh, wow. As long as you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I dedicated myself to it a long time ago. So, and I'm still going. So it works. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have yourself a good night, Nicholas. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Definitely. Thank you very much. Thank you for the question. No problem.
You've been listening to the Sixth Sense Media Podcast. You can find more of our celebrity interviews and roundtable discussions on iTunes, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Be sure to check out our movie, TV, and video game coverage at SixthSense.com and FanBolt.com.